My name is Bridget Armstrong. I am 24 years old. And although I have a lot of life still to live, I have definitely lived through some crazy life experiences. And I've always tried to tell my story, but it never seems to really get out in one go. So I decided to start a podcast and break them up into different sections. Um, I really started doing this because it is Mental Health Awareness Month. And in the last year or so of my life, I have really taken huge steps towards taking control of my mental health and taking responsibility and really understanding that I cannot let this control my life because it is a lifelong thing. And I need to figure out better ways to cope, especially now that I am a mother. My daughter is nine months old, going to be 10 months. And I realized that the way that I was dealing with my issues isn't going to be the way I can deal with it anymore. A little bit about myself. I suffer from bipolar disorder, borderline personality disorder, um, as well as spouts of depression and anxiety. And it's been hard. You know, it's not... It's not easy living with mental illness, as many of you probably know. And it's even more difficult when you not only have yourself to take care of, you have to take care of another living human being. And your mental health really does get put on the side mark for a while. But I am here to tell you that we have to stop doing that. We have to stop treating mental illness as a secondhand illness that can just be taken care of another day because it's not. And leaving any sort of mental health issues or mental illness issues unchecked can lead to a very, very, very poor quality of life or suicide, which obviously we know is the worst outcome. I've lost a few people to suicide. I've lost a few people to drugs. I've lost a few people to car accidents and cancer and a lot of other diseases that are just easily prevented and it sucks because a lot of it even though a lot of them went undiagnosed and untreated I know a lot of them stemmed from mental health issues depression bipolar disorder borderline personality disorder whatever it may be uh, a lot of people think of that as oh well I'm just sad because I've had a shitty life you know I have shitty things happen to me and that's why I'm sad. I'm not depressed. I'm just going through a rough time. So I'm going to turn to the alcohol or I'm going to turn to the drugs to get me through this rough patch. But then the rough patch becomes your pavement. It becomes the road to your life. And you get so caught up in it. I don't even think a lot of these people, especially these young people, really understand how quickly, especially the heroin and the meth, can really really get you and before you know it it controls your entire life and consumes your entire life I thankfully did not go down that route but a lot of people do and a lot of people do it because they are depressed and they are going untreated with their depression so I really just wanted to start making this podcast to share my story a little bit and to kind of give people the okay to break that stigma around 
mental health and stop treating it as a secondhand illness that doesn't need immediate attention. I was diagnosed with depression and bipolar disorder and borderline personality disorder uh, December 5th, 2011. I was 17 years old and I had just had a psychotic break and I had tried committing suicide. It was the lowest part of my life, the absolute lowest part of my life. I don't wish that feeling of total worthlessness on anybody to have that feeling where you don't deserve to take another breath to think that your beautiful mind and your personality and your soul was just a waste and so many people feel like that there's so many people out there that feel like that every single day and somehow they just you know they get up and they do it whether it's for their kids or their spouse or you know, because they don't know anything else besides just surviving. And that's what most of us do with mental illness. We survive it. A lot of us don't. But most of us do. But I'm here to tell you that surviving isn't living. I was surviving my mental illness for a better part of 15 years of my life. And some days I'd be happy. Some days, it, some days were, I mean, amazing. Absolutely amazing. But most days, I was like, well, what's the point? What am I doing here? Am I going to just be doing the same stupid, nonchalant shit over and over and over again for the rest of my life? You know, I, I had fantasized about being in car accidents and, you know, some sort of Something that wasn't me taking my own life, but still not being here. And that's really fucked up, you guys. Like, that's really, really fucked up. To literally think of scenarios of yourself dying because you know that you're too coward to actually take your own life. But somehow, somewhere deep in your mind, you still don't want to be alive. And that's the thing with depression. It doesn't feel like that every day. You know, um, some days can be great and other days are just, you don't want to do anything. You don't want to be anything. You don't want to feel anything. Some days you don't feel anything. And I would go on benders and I would go on binges. I am definitely that sort of mania, uh, when it comes to my bipolar and my borderline personality disorder, when I would have my lows they would be low. I mean, I would sleep 12, 18 hours a day. I would just cry. I would mope. I would, my body would just feel like I was carrying around concrete blocks. I it just, I had no motivation to do anything. And the only thing that really kept me going was, well, it'll pass. You know, it'll pass. I wasn't really treating myself. I wasn't really doing therapy, you know, doing exercises that would help get over these manias I was just letting them go letting them work themselves out and that's how I was living my life and I thought it was okay because I was like well I don't I'm not suicidal you know but you don't have to be suicidal to be depressed to be undiagnosed with 
a lot of other things. I mean, so many of us live with little depressions and little anxieties on everyday basis, but the people that are living with the crippling, crippling anxiety and the crippling depression and the mental illness disorders that literally make or break your days and your life, those people that are just living with those and just letting them work themselves out and then continuing this cycle, I'm here to tell you that one day it's going to end. And it's either going to end by you choosing to end your life or by you realizing that maybe the things that you have tried in the past didn't work to help treat your symptoms but there is something out there that can because I promise you there is there is something out there that can help you get out of your funk if that's what you want to call it if you you know feel like you're truly depressed I mean the first thing is to go get a diagnosis but if you are already diagnosed Maybe your medication isn't working, but I'm here to tell you that just living living with your illness isn't a way to live. And that's what I was doing for a very long time, even up till about six months ago. Uh, I, I had some horrible, horrible postpartum depression when I first had my daughter, but that's a story for a different day. But I realized that... I didn't want my daughter growing up watching me just live with this disease, you know, and just letting myself and my rage get the best of me when I have my lows or when I have my manias and then watching me be like this happy-go-lucky Mr. Rogers, Mary Poppins type girl the next minute. I, I... I made a decision. I didn't want that. I mean, that is emotional whiplash for not only myself and anybody who deals with manias or any sort of mood or personality disorder understands what I'm talking about when I say emotional whiplash because it is just, it's awful. Not only for yourself, but for the people who are there experiencing that with you. I can only imagine the confusion and, (laughs) I mean, the pain and just utter astonishment that goes through their minds seeing so many emotions go through in such a little amount of time and such huge like dramatic emotions on top of that and I bless Skylar he is my my significant other he's been with me for the better part of seven years and I I honestly don't know how he does it sometimes I really I really don't he It takes a special kind of person to love and handle and really stick around with somebody with a mania or manic disorder because we are so up and down and left and right and around and around and around. But I'm here to tell you that obviously it's it's not curable. You know, I'm not here to say, oh, well, you can, you know, just keep trying. You'll find someone that'll cure you. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is if you are living the majority of your days negatively, mainly due to your mental illness, you're using that as an excuse at this point. And people are probably going to not like what I have to say. But you are. You have given up. 
you're you're one of those people oh well i tried these i tried this i tried that it didn't work so obviously nothing's ever gonna work for me so i'm just gonna sit here and i'm gonna wallow and i'm just gonna be depressed until the depression takes me like that's that's you giving up that's you letting your depression win that's you letting your disorder win and letting it be the defining factor of your life there are so many different treatments out there cbd being one of them you guys i mean if you haven't educated yourself and you suffer from and you know mental illness and you haven't educated yourself a little bit on cbd i highly recommend you do that uh, i personally started using it a few months ago and it has completely changed my life um but again that is a story for a different day but what i'm here to tell you is you have options just because what you haven't tried in or what you tried in the past hasn't worked doesn't mean there isn't something out there for you that well you just have to be willing and wanting to overcome and not let this define you to the point where you're not going to give up and you are going to try this if it doesn't work you're going to try that if that doesn't work you're going to try this over here and if that doesn't work well how you're going to try this and that together until you find something that works for you and one thing i can tell you that 99% of us people, especially people who suffer from depression, do not do, but it is the number one thing that will help you, exercise. 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 Say it again for the people in the back. Exercise. And I know when you're in that depression funk, of course, you don't have the motivation to get yourself dressed and get yourself in your tennis shoes and outside and walking or like people I've people have told me oh well I'm sitting there bawling my eyes out when I'm in the middle of mania I don't feel like walking down the street well because I, I don't want people staring at me well screw those people like why do you care about what complete strangers think about you if this is something that is going to help you feel and think more positively about yourself because I can tell you guys right now that is the number one thing that it helps me when I'm in the middle of a mania, if you can find enough strength to get over those voices saying, no, no, you don't want to go for a walk, you don't want to go for a walk, you can't get out of bed, all that, and you just do it, the first five minutes suck. You're like, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I walking? But like, once you get out of your head and you just start walking and you're breathing that fresh air, you'll realize that the tears are starting to subside, your endorphins are starting to flow and the serotonin in your brain is naturally being produced and you're gonna feel good and you're gonna feel accomplished and the more you do that the better you feel i can tell you that 100 percent because i started exercising on a regular basis and i'm not talking hardcore exercise like going to the gym spending hours a day no like no i do 15 maybe 20 minutes of yoga in the morning and i walk and I spend as much time as I can outside, even if it's just sitting there, sitting on the grass with my daughter, because the fresh air and sunshine and being outside and not being cooped up in the same four walls that feel like a prison cell, it's so beneficial for you. I mean, people, most people are living a nine to five life, so they feel imprisoned at home, just waiting, counting down the time until they have to go to work, and then obviously feel imprisoned at work, and then we come home and we do all this stuff and we're still in debt and we still can't pay our bills and we're still having to take out a credit card in order to fix the flat tire or whatever it is. I mean, it's no wonder why most of us are depressed. But I'm here to tell you that most of us don't exercise. 
And a lot of that has to do with your mental health. Your physical health has a direct link to your mental health. If you aren't physically healthy, how do you expect you to, yourself to be mentally healthy? And vice versa. It just, it doesn't work. You have to, you can't have one without the other. And obviously, if your mental health isn't going to change itself overnight, you know what you can change overnight and that you can make immediate changes to? Your body, exercising. Do 20 jumping jacks. Get your heart rate going. Get sweating. Like, I seriously, like, sweat, the toxins that you sweat out are literally your bad energy and your bad feelings and the depressiveness because when you I I don't know if you if you're out there like and you exercise as well I mean when you're in a mania or when you're feeling depression like let me know like does it help you because to me it does there's I can't not feel horrible after I get a good sweat on it's just it's not possible and I'm here to tell you that I'm not against pharmaceuticals I they help me get through the really really the beginning parts of everything and that really hard time in my life adjusting and coming to grips with the fact that I had these mental illnesses and then I had to do something about it but they made me feel like a zombie they made me feel like like without them I was feeling too much but with them I wasn't feeling anything and I wanted to feel something you know I didn't want to be a zombie so they're good for starting you off while you learn to develop other coping mechanisms and stuff and if, if you've been someone who's been on pills and they work for you fine like that's great I'm not talking I'm talking about the people who take the pills but feel like shit but feel like that's their only option because obviously they're not helping you like if you're still f- feeling like crap and you're still feeling depressed and you have no sex drive and you have no like motivation to do anything and you're super lethargic and you don't feel much of any emotions what kind of life is that like is it really that different from being depressed or having a borderline personality disorder no to me it's not so if you're taking these pills and you're pumping yourself with a bunch of pills and they're not working i'm here to tell you that maybe it's time to start more holistic treatment starting with exercise and what you're eating and people are like, wow, she's going to be one of these people. Like, no, I'm not. Like, I I just ate a frozen pizza last night before I went to bed. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm not perfect. But, like, I'm here to tell you that the days that I do eat better and the days that I do exercise, I feel better. I'm not having an episode. I'm not having those feelings of even wanting to have an episode. Whereas the days I stuff my face with shit and I don't exercise, I can feel myself you know, getting those moods and getting to that point where I don't feel the best that I know that I can feel. And if you're not living at your absolute best as much as you possibly can, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Like, if you are spending the majority of your days depressed and filled with negative thoughts and just thinking about everything that you don't have and everything that you have to do that you don't want to do is that really I mean ask yourself is that really the kind of life you want to live and if the answer is no then what are you going to do about it are you going to keep doing the same things hoping that one day maybe they start working because that's insane or are you going to start taking responsibility for yourself and for your mental health and being like 
I don't want to feel this way, but I don't have to feel this way. What do I need to do in order to not feel this way? And start doing trial and error until you figure out what is working for you. Because in the last few months that I have done this, and I have gotten my mental health in check, everything else in my life has fallen into place. I am more thankful and kind to my boyfriend and my daughter. I am more appreciative of the life that I have. Even if I'm stuck at work for 10 hours doing three different jobs of three different people, I find good in that and I find happiness in that and I find the positives in that situation and it completely changes my work day. It completely changes my entire work week. It completely changes everything. It completely changes how I look, feel when I look at myself in the mirror now. It completely changes how what I want to put in my body and when I want to put it. And it's just there's so many things that happen to you when your mental health is finally like in check and you're finally using your mind in the way that it was intended, which is attraction, marketing and attraction, you know, the, everyone talks about the law of attraction and manifesting and all this, but it's, it's true, you know, the power of positive thinking. And it's very, very, very true. And I, I'm proof of it. Um, like I used to be one of those people, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Like just think fucking positively and life's just, you know, you know what I mean? Like I was so, I was so negative that I don't even think like mental mental illness, you know, it's not something that you're born with. People obviously go through traumatic experiences and that builds up through there, but mental illness is brought on through us not being able to cope with the experiences that we have and the emotions that we have in life. So when you start to figure out the proper ways of coping with those and the proper ways of starting to see life instead of negatively, instead of being like, oh, well, I have to be here again today for 10 hours. You can be like, oh, well, I get to be here for 10 hours. I mean, that's that's 10 hours paycheck right there. You know, that's going to be able to pay my bills. That's going to be able to put food on my table. If you start thinking that way and you start putting more positive things into your life on a daily basis, I can tell you those negative feelings and those negative properties and all those illnesses and those disorders with your mental health, I'm not saying they're going to go away. Like you're going to have your bad days, but they're not going to be so frequent and they're not going to be so dramatic and they're not going to be so bad because you're going to understand that although, yes, I have something that is other different than most people, like this isn't just me being sad, it's fixable and not just by living with it. Uh, there's so many people that are just living with their mental illnesses and I've just my heart breaks for you guys it really truly breaks for you because you could be living such a more high quality life if you would just allow yourself to and like I said I'm not perfect this is a lifelong thing this isn't every single thing day thing that you have to consciously put effort into day in and day out but I can tell you it's 100% worth it. It's 100% worth being able to actually wake up with the sun outside and embrace the day for what it is and appreciate it, whether it's good or bad. And 
to really not let my mental illness be the defining factor in my life. It's truly a blessing. And I really hope that this is just kind of an opening for you guys to really start being like, hey, you know, I'm in control of my life. I'm in control of my illness. I just need to figure out what's the best way for me to help control it. And when you figure that out and you start putting that conscious effort towards it, you're really going to start seeing a huge difference. And as I'm going to share with you guys, I'm probably going to do these, I'm thinking at least probably a couple times a week, you're going to hear my story. And I'm going to tell you right now, I've been through some shit. But that doesn't, that shit doesn't have to define you. It doesn't have to be who you are. It's just something that you've been through. And I've survived it. Every single time you take a breath, every single day that you wake up in the morning, you have survived. But you are still not living. And until you start realizing that, I don't think you're ever going to truly be happy. And I hope maybe by listening to my stories and taking some time to really open your mind to what I've been saying, I'm hoping that maybe you guys will start seeing some positive changes in your life. And we can together really start breaking the stigma of mental health and mental illness. Thank you.